We thank you for joining us on the morning chat right here on 97.7, 97.3, and 1450 AM WAOV. I'm Tom Lee in for Ed Ballinger, and uh, joining us once again, Gary Bryan, spokesman for NDOT. Well, Gary, Christmas, holidays, <laughs> uh, winter season, cold, yucky weather, whatever yep. you want to call it, is coming, and I know October especially October is a major month of preparation for what is to come. What are you guys doing? Yeah, so um, I'll tell you, even this week, um, we've been kind of gearing up for winter weather, talking that S-word, snow, right? And, uh, you know, this week we met with all of our, or a lot of our emergency management, uh, fire departments, police departments, ISP. You know, we got everybody together, kind of talked about, uh, how we do things and how we can improve our communication. I, I will say, you know, we I saw uh, a few folks from Knox County, emergency management, Vincent's Township and city, uh, kind of talking with everybody, you know, about our plans, how we handle things and working together in the future, right? Because these are the folks that are going to be out there on the roads that we're also on uh, when this is all going. The good thing I can say for one of the first times in a while, we have plenty of salt. Uh, I know that's always the question, it, how, how's our salt? We actually have a, a surplus of salt at the moment. So uh, knock on wood, we don't need too much of that, uh, and we can go into it next year. But, um, yeah, we had kind of a, a calmer year last year, if you will, not as many big events. So we were able to keep a hold of some of that salt. So uh, our supplies are good. We did a, a, a truck assessment here recently, look at every single – yellow truck that we have uh, make sure everything is good to go and all those trucks uh, are ready for the roadway okay your trucks are ready for the roadway but do you have enough personnel to man them at this point yeah yeah you know it's interesting we here at NDOT southwest we're one of six districts we do a really good job of retaining drivers i think we only had two positions open at the beginning of our 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 uh uh, look for for drivers as opposed to I, I know in some of our other districts just the sub districts had you know 10 or 12 positions open so we had a, a pretty good uh, we've got a pretty good um, list of drivers for our our yellow trucks and we've got a lot of folks that like to come back and do it so that's one thing when you talk about that the other thing too I'm getting mixed reports about what this winter could hold. I, I have seen different people who've seen different things. I mean, people are, some people are saying that, you know, farmers are calling for a colder, maybe mm -hmm. snowier winter. But then you turn around and you hear those great Spanish words, once again, coming yeah. from weather experts. And the one that they're talking about this year is El Nino, El Nino and another right. one, which means usually warmer, drier weather for mm -hmm. this area. And so, I mean, what do you do? Do you kind of just throw dice and hope that you get the best or what? Well, we've got a lot of persimmon seeds. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know, we, uh, we, we prepare for, for the worst and hope for the best, right? Um, you know, we, we approach every, win every winter season like we're going to have plenty and a lot of ice events and all that. We hope that doesn't happen. We really hope that doesn't happen. Uh, it, but we just prepare. Um, we have open communication with all of our, um, our weather networks, whether that's uh, North or, uh, gosh, Indianapolis National Weather Service, right. Paducah, 
Springfield, you know, depending on where the systems come in, you know, they were talking to us on, uh, on, I think it was Wednesday when we met with all our people talking about how they think it's going to be a warmer, less wet, you know, we'd like that, but yeah, you know, it's Indiana, right? So how's it going to do? <laughs> well, you got four different places you're looking at. I mean, you're looking at Springfield, Illinois, you're looking at Indianapolis, you're looking at Paducah, and in some cases at Louisville. I mean, you know, you're looking at all four of those places and, and trying to harmonize all these in, into, you know, one winter prediction model. Yeah, and, you know, we start looking out, really hard looking out about 48 hours from an event right because you you know we can stay here and talk and you always see like a week out people will be like oh it's going to be the blizzard of 78 again and then it comes down to an ice storm or just rain or what have you you know we start looking out about 48 hours we start working with our teams and all that and it really kind of depends i mean if it most of the time we're talking from you know typically paducah kind of is our area because you get that low pressure and it comes up and through kentucky into our area but you know you never know you get a clipper from uh canada we're talking to springfield well that's the thing i mean you're talking about you know when you you do get snows usually it comes from the you know that gulf water that warm gulf moisture coming up in that cold air coming from the north and you know but here's what's interesting over the last several years, and I'd say maybe 40 years on this now, because I remember the 80s, it started kind of turning. Not as much of a snow event now as there is ice. And, yeah. and that's, that's a big thing. Have we seen more recent you know, ice events than we have snow, though? Yeah, well, that would be a good question for our weather folks. Um, but for us, we train for that, right? Yep. You know, uh, Gosh, up in our northern counties, they're pretty much all snow already. You know, it's it's what have you. But here in the south, you know, we have to look at those rain events. Last year, for example, the event that we got right before Christmas, it was going to be rain for most of the, like half of the event up yeah. until a certain point. And then we got that really big cold. So what that means is maybe we don't put brine down at a certain time. Maybe we uh, put a certain mixture of salt and brine together. It helps to take care of the roadway uh, before uh, it freezes. You talk about the Christmas time. I remember that there was the Christmas Eve flash freeze where it went from like 50 degrees to like minus 10 or something like that. I mean, within about eight hours. Yeah, and that one was really interesting because it was – kind of a guessing game we kind of had to well not even guessing but we had to plan we had to say well you can't put brine down because the rain's going to wash it all off right but all that rain once that flash freeze happens is going to freeze exactly and we don't want every single roadway to be ice so yeah we had to really uh work and it ended up doing all right tell me if i'm right on this and that is it's harder to treat ice than it is snow oh absolutely yeah because again the same thing uh typically with ice it starts out as rain and we start to have that temperature gradient and so we really have to plan when are we going to go out there when's the temperature going to start changing when can we put that salt or the ice on the roadway and salt only is up to about 12 degrees or so so yeah we really have to have to plan it's it's really interesting i feel for you guys the simple fact that i've been here long enough and i've been an expert long enough in winters here to know 
that usually that magical 32 degree mark in most events it's going to be very close to that or either one or two degrees above or below and so i mean you got to think on your feet a lot out there it's true and we have a lot of tools that kind of help us know what the temperature not only in the air is but on the roadways so we know when that temperature change is going to happen so we know when to get out there and start putting our materials on the roadway that way they're not wasted they're done just exactly as they they're needed we got a lot of smart people at ndot that can can handle that pretty good and the other thing too is temperatures are not necessarily uniform from place to place i mean you may have one area that's below freezing yet ice and you got another one that's above that that has rain i mean like i said because you don't i don't think you have a uniform temperature you know especially when you get around 32 degrees Uh, oh absolutely and the christmas event last year is a good example of that um you know we we talk about our call outs we have different sub districts like so linton has a sub district evansville so evansville was a full call out every single truck we had was out but in linton no trucks were out because there wasn't really much going on right Uh, so we you know we have a sub we have i think six subject districts i might be wrong on that uh, everybody kind of has their own plan going. Everybody communicates well, and we kind of just adjust as it comes through. Now, of course, you'll be back in November. We'll talk more about the winter coming up. But now, okay. for the next month, between now and mid-November when you return, what is the best piece of advice you could give to drivers? Well, I would say first off is get our app. That's 511in.org is on the, the website or traffic-wise. Uh, the app for Apple or, or Google Play, that gives you a, a picture of road conditions throughout the state. You can see cameras on along the roadway as well as on our yellow trucks. You can see uh, a camera from them as well. You can, it, it's a great tool to plan to your travel, uh, especially when you're doing the holidays and everything. So uh, definitely do that. Also, it, it's a good time to start getting that uh, winter preparedness kit in your car in case you get a flat along the roadway when it is in snowy conditions so you know your warm blankets your uh chargers you're making sure you got a phone with you all that kind of stuff it now's the time when it's you know kind of still halfway nice outside yeah uh, to get that ready and in your car about a minute left to go now i want to go back to the projects that are still going and they'll be wrapping up in the next month or so Mm -hmm. Uh, what are the major trouble spots people need to watch out for let's say in the next couple of weeks yeah you know i think really state road 67 really from vincennes up to bicknell uh there's going to be work going on there the, the pretty much uh for a little while now um so definitely uh if you got to go to bicknell take your time there uh work on us 41s pretty well starting to wrap up especially that uh um reduced conflict intersection so still give yourself some extra time there but in the next few weeks that will hopefully be opening up again that all kind of depends on the weather we start getting here in the next few well gary it's great to have you with us we thank you for joining us this morning yeah great to be here thank you for joining us you're listening to the morning chat on waov
Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcasts. And we thank you for joining us right here on the Morning Chat on 97.7, 97.3 97.3 W-A-O-V. One more time, I'm Tom Lee sitting in for Ed Ballinger and uh, coming in for himself today, Gary Bryan from NDOT. Gary, thank you for joining us. Good morning. Welcome yeah. to the program. Good morning. Yeah, it's always great to be here to talk with you guys about what NDOT's up to. Yep. Uh, every month he has a tendency to come in and join us. and. Yeah. So we're talking about what's going on with NDOT. Usually, when I do this thing, I like to start off by kind of hitting hard the projects. Now, we're coming to the end of that process, but there's still some projects starting, some projects close to ending. Let's start from where we are now in Vincent to kind of fan out. What are some of the big projects right now that either are still going on or are going to be taking place that affect people in this immediate area? So, you know, I think the one that really uh, everybody's probably noticed over the uh, the summer that we had was the US-50, the US-41 work there at the, the interchange where you're deciding whether you go to Evansville or Washington. Uh, that's pretty well wrapped up. Uh, I think we have to do some, some more markings out there maybe. But uh, if you've driven through there, it's a lot smoother, a lot better. We did an entire repave on uh, the roadway out there. So uh, if folks haven't had the chance to drive out that way, uh, give it a give it a shot. It's really nice out there. Uh, you know, when you drive south just a little ways, um, we've got a reduced conflict intersection that we have been working on for oh, probably a month or two now. Um, right there at a, what would be uh, Elkhorn Road. Uh, that That is a... Um, half reduced conflict intersection so basically just addressing uh the traffic coming from the industrial park side of things uh the other side we don't have a whole lot of traffic coming from and we also have a bridge just south of the intersection so we pretty much just closed off from being able to just go across uh but that project uh is coming uh is coming along really well i drive by every day when i'm coming back from work or coming to work i guess um, and, uh, yeah, it, it should be getting done, I believe, uh, the end of, uh, November or so. So that project's coming along well. Um, you know, I know folks if probably, if you're driving through Bicknell or driving to Bicknell, we've had a lot of work going on out there. Um, you know, basically working on the roadway, working on, uh, you know, the shoulder areas as well. Um, I just advise folks to take your time. I know it's easy to get on a good clip, right, on 67, uh, but obey the, the speed limits <clears throat> as you have out there, but also beware that we do have crews out there working. You know, we've got flaggers out there, you know, directing traffic uh, in a couple places. Uh, it'll, it'll slow your commute down. So if you've got to come to Vincennes from Bicknell or likewise, you know, just take your time um, at, on your way out there. 
Well, let's pick apart some of these projects. I think the number one thing that a lot of people notice, and especially me, is the work on <clears throat> the 4150 split basically between the tri-level mm-hmm. and 6th Street where 41 and 50 kind of run together. And again, you got two major thoroughfares, you know, US 41 and US 50, both use that part. And well, I tell you what, that really has made at times not really a bottleneck as far as people going through it, but a bottleneck for people getting onto it. Yeah, and you know, I I think of the way if you're heading south, you know, we we've got signage up, but if you're not paying attention to the signage, it can kind of get you a little bit. So, you know, it, it's important for us to really make sure that that interchange is really well taken care of, uh, that the roadway is the best that it can be. Um, and you know, I, I know at the beginning of the project we had some some issues with uh, you know trying to make sure that everybody was kind of in the right lanes and everything. And we were able to get that pretty well taken care of. Uh, I, I know we're all glad to have that project pretty well wrapped up. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's looking pretty good. Now that the project is pretty much over again, it's been a pretty interesting, let's say, last three months with slowing people down through there and, mm-hmm. and people trying to get on. Have you been able to keep the accident level pretty low out there? Yes, you know, we, uh, so we've, you know, along with the reduced conflict intersection and in that area, we've asked for help from the Knox County Sheriff's Office uh, to kind of help keep an eye on the roads as well as state police. Uh, They always kind of help us as well. You know, I I think that has kind of given, you know, motors a little bit of, when they see those flashing lights, they see our flashing lights first and they go, uh, okay, well, what's going on? And then they see the, the police flashing lights and they say, okay, I'm going to slow down here. Uh, so, you know, I seem like we, we were able to keep uh, any or crashes out of there. You know, we were able to uh, get folks where they needed. So, yeah, we're pretty, pretty happy with how that went considering all the traffic pattern changes that uh, occurred. I got to give a lot of credit to NDOT working with the law enforcement because they always, they know when to put the, I guess it's parked vehicles with the flashing lights on. And every time they do it is in areas where men are actively working. Usually if they're not working, there is not a, I guess presence would be the best word there. And I got to give a lot of credit because it does help to keep those guys safe and makes people realize that they do need to slow down. Yeah, and I pass along that credit to our state police and our local police partners. Uh, You know, with the reduced conflict intersection, we've had uh, law enforcement out there, especially when we first started, uh, almost daily because, again, you're coming off that long stretch from US-41, from Gibson County, um, and it would be pretty easy to just ignore the signs, right? And, uh, you know, Knox County Sheriff's Office worked with us. You know, they're right there. Uh, we're not making anybody from ISP come all the way uh, up. But, you know, state police as well. Um, they are always happy and always willing to uh, pretty much stake out, if you will, uh, any of our work zones, you know, because, again, you know, that is our work area. That's where our crews are are that's their office, right? So, you know, 
having somebody flying through at 70 miles an hour isn't a good thing. And that's the one hidden secret, I guess, if it's, if it's kind of a hidden secret in plain sight. And that is, you know, unless you travel that road, you don't know it. There is not a stoplight between Coal Mine Road near Princeton and, and starting off at 154, I guess that is, in Sullivan. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, you know, especially between our office there on your way into to Vincennes and uh, Gibson County, uh, you know, I, I think folks, if they know the area, know that the sheriff's office does a pretty good job of uh, patrolling that area as well as state police. But yeah, it's uh, definitely coming into town. We wanted to make sure we had extra steps taken to slow folks down at the reduced conflict intersection as well as uh, the interchange there. And it seems to work pretty well. Reduced conflict intersection. You mentioned that a second ago. Looking at the end of November for completion. Give me a progress update. How's that going? Uh, it is going pretty good. Um, I can tell you just from the visual uh, I've driven out there. Uh, we've got the curbs up. Uh, so basically the curbing that kind of keeps folks from dr turning the other direction. It also helps for semis to navigate the, uh, the RCI a little easier. It gives them a little extra room, but also keeps the cars on the roadway. Uh, I know we have uh, the asphalt laid down out there. So now a lot of it, uh, you know, I, I've looked as I've driven by and, you know, crews really cut into the ground to make sure we have a good foundation. So I believe the next steps are really kind of getting that ground up, getting everything smoothed out, getting everything uh, looking good and working good. So yeah, it's really coming along well. I, I'm excited to see it come together. Again, I drive by it every week. So I get a status report every time I drive. So it's been really interesting. Let's talk about the projects that are going on now. A lot of minor projects. I mean, a lot of these are the major projects are either done or getting there, but now you're kind of working on these I say minor projects, in other words, projects that go from about maybe one day to about one to two weeks. And, and there's a few of those around, too. Yeah, you know, and uh, first off, you know, we have we did some chip, chip and seal projects. Uh, those are basically just to kind of extend the life of the projects. We, we did those about a month or so ago, and now it's been a lot of pipe replacement projects. Uh, again, those pipe replacements and culvert replacements basically take about a day. Uh, they're not too long. That's kind of our maintenance department that kind of steps in and does those. I will say, you know, we do have uh, a pretty major project that has begun, uh, and it is going to be one that's going to be going for a little while, and that's on State Road 67 in Bicknell. Um, if you're driving in Bicknell, we have... Uh, you know basically some lane restrictions near like the dollar general on that side of town the east side of town uh that's the beginning of this big project of basically resurfacing 67 all the way through bicknell we're going to be adding a new sidewalk to the south side oh you know the mcdonald side of, of the roadway and adding some new traffic signals some new uh pedestrian crossing areas or improving the pedestrian crossing areas at the traffic signals doing a lot of work there i encourage people to go on our social media page uh facebook and twitter or x whichever you want to say uh and I, i've put together a video kind of explaining that project for folks uh, i've been working with the mayor up there to kind of inform folks on what's coming up because that'll be a, a pretty big project Hoping to also slow traffic down through Bicknell there as well. Well, we come back. Gary Bryan joining us this morning from MnDOT. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, 
The 800-pound elephant in the room, winter times are coming, and we'll also talk a little bit about uh, some of the projects that may be coming up in 24. We'll do all that and more when we return. You're listening to The Morning Chat on WAOV.